What's good, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Talking Sports with Manny podcast. This is your guy, Manny, and we're going to talk NBA trades on this episode. Uh, lots have happened, and um, tons of rumors right now with the NBA draft uh, happening Thursday. Of course, you're going to get rumors. You're going to get all kinds of stuff. This is lion season. This is just what happens. So I'm going to run the intro. We're going to go ahead and get this quick episode on and pop. Let's get it. So, last year, the Washington Wizards felt that it was a great idea to give Bradley Beal a Supermax extension. Not only that, give Bradley Beal a no-trade clause, meaning that if he is to get traded, Bradley Beal gets to choose where he wants to go, right? He controls all the power. So, the news came out about two or three days ago. Breaking news, the uh, I almost said commanders, the Washington Wizards are going to be shopping Bradley Beal. And then, of course, it went like wildfire. You saw all kinds of news everywhere. You saw all kinds of stuff happening, right? What ended up happening was the Wizards did have better deals from the Miami Heat. They had deals from guys like uh, the Milwaukee Bucks, um, all these different teams, right? But the thing is, Beal has to okay the deal to go to a certain spot. So what ends up happening is the Phoenix Suns, they figure, okay, let's go ahead and get Bradley Beal. Let's go all in. We have KD. Uh, he's locked up for a few years. You have Devin Booker. Why not bring in a third star? They bring in Bradley Beal. And to be honest, we're going to talk about DeAndre Ayton real soon because I don't think that DeAndre Ayton ends up on this team long term. You pay DeAndre Ayton so that way you can kind of have that contract to kind of, you know, trade him. I think he's the piece that ends up being traded for maybe two smaller pieces to kind of make this work. When you look at the roster, the Phoenix Suns have, what, four guys or five guys under contract right now? But before we get to that, let's break down this deal by the Washington Wizards and the Phoenix Suns. Bradley Beal goes to Phoenix. The Wizards get Chris Paul, an agent Chris Paul, one-year deal, 20-plus million. Then... They also get Landry Shamit, right? You're thinking, okay, now the contracts match. Let's go ahead and get this deal done. The uh, Wizards end up getting, what, a handful of uh, second-round picks because, obviously, the Phoenix Suns have given up all their first-round picks to go ahead and get a KD. But I'm like, you can even get a 2030 first. You can even get, like, a super, super late first. This is crazy. This is a travesty. And I think the Wizards could have got a better deal. We all knew what was coming up. With Bradley Beal heading into that last year of his deal and him getting that Supermax uh, contract, my thought process was like, okay, you're going to be able to move this guy, but then you, you'll be able to kind of get a lot of contracts that match and then a few young players. So if you're in a rebuild like the Wizards say they are, and you're not able to get any young assets back, then what was the point of this whole trade? I, you're better off letting Bradley Beal go. But, but we're going to go ahead and break this down even further. Legendary Grant, appreciate you hopping on the stream. It says the Wizards got to be the most poorly ran franchise in the league. The Lakers could have literally offered more to them. Um, but here's the thing, though. Even when the Lakers trying to offer more, Bradley Beal still has to say yes. 
That's the that's the deal that I want. So it's not that the Wizards did not get better deals. It was that Bradley Bill wanted Phoenix and Phoenix only, and Bradley Bill was going to do whatever it took to get the Phoenix. So that's number one. We got Beatrice in the building. What's good? What's good? Appreciate you hopping on the stream. There's uh, Grant says, what the Lakers gave them for Roy was better than what they got back for Bill. My God, they got fleeced. Yes, they got fleeced, but you have to look at it this way. Bradley Bill gets to choose where he wants to go. So this can either go two ways. Either you give Bradley Bill his wish or you keep Bradley Bill on the bench and he's not going to play. So one of the two things have to happen. You either cut your ties, you, you know, you trade for a loss, or you work with Bradley Bill and try to get the best deal possible. And that's what kind of happened. I heard that they had a deal with Miami from the reports that I saw. I'm seeing uh, Kyle Lowry, Duncan Robinson, and maybe a couple first. That's definitely better than this deal. But at the end of the day, it's still an aging vet, Lowry, Chris Paul. A shooter, Landry Shamit, Duncan Robinson. And that Duncan Robinson contract is worse than Landry Shamit. So um, it just is what it is at this point. The Wizards should never have given them the Supermax. At the end of the day, Bill was walking regardless. So it's one of those things that happen. Time on sports, my guy, appreciate you hopping on the stream. It's one of those things that happen to where it's either you take the best offer possible or this is a, a, a situation that's going to just draw out, linger, and it just is what it is. Hopefully, one of those seconds is a 23 second. That way, they can, they can start that process now, start to bring in some guys. Uh, KP is possibly the, the next guy to get traded. Uh, Kuzma is a free agent, I believe. So, this is going to be a crazy thing. The Wizards are my second favorite team after the Lakers, but now I don't even support the Wizards. Like, it, it's like, even this last year, it was tough to watch Wizards games. And, yeah, he's supposed to be a diehard fan, but I don't support the franchise anymore, to be honest. Like, I have no joy in watching them. Like, I mean, the franchise has been pretty bad. So, um, Grant says, I don't understand why Bill would rather play for the Suns than the Heat. Uh, KD and Book, injury-prone. Um, says Butler would have been nasty together. Yeah, I think it could have walked. I think it could have worked in Miami. Um, but at the same time, I think Bradley Beal looked at KD and looked at Jimmy Butler and said, I want to see, I want to play with KD. And um, who wouldn't want to play with a KD or, or a LeBron for that matter? So it's one of those things. Bradley Beal chose KD over Jimmy Butler. Um, and also, with doing any trade, you kind of look at the trade and say, okay, if I go here, am I taking away more talent away from the team? So that's another thing. Um, going to the Miami Heat, definitely, if I'm if, if I'm the Wizards, I would want Tyler Hero in a deal. Same thing. The Wizards also wanted um, DeAndre Ayton in a deal instead of what they got back. And the Phoenix Sun says, no, we're going to keep DeAndre Ayton. I think DeAndre Ayton is their best piece that they can go ahead and move to get other pieces. Chris Paul, on expiring deal, they were going to waive him, is a player that they didn't even want. So all this does for Washington is create cap space. Um, now, what I'm thinking is, I think that Kyle Kuzma gets paid. Uh, Prozingis possibly gets traded. If you want to do a soft rebuild, you re-sign both, and you draft some young pieces and, and then kind of go from there. But the direction of this team um, 
it's been terrible. It's been bad. Uh, I loved John Wall. I loved Bradley Beal. I was part of that era. I enjoyed. I mean, I claimed the Wizards then. I, I watched the games. I have a, a John Wall jersey. Almost got a Beal jersey. Um, those were fun times. Those were fun times. Bradley Beal is a good dude. I wish him well. I hope he succeeds in Phoenix. But when you look at Phoenix, how is it going to work? Um, who's their point guard? Without a point guard, it's going to be tough. It's one basketball, and you have three ball-dominant guys. Um, I'm not saying that all three guys can't score over 20 points a game, which is what I think is going to happen. You're going to have three guys averaging 20. But the rest of that roster, DeAndre Ayton, are you keeping him? Is he going to be – I mean, you know, what's going on with that? And then you have one more other piece. Um, I can't even think of the guy. Then you have your mid-level. You have your vet minimum uh, contracts to fill out the rest of your roster. Now, who's actually running to go play in Phoenix? To the scenario where Russell Westbrook says, hey, give me a vet minimum. <laughs> or uh, you get a guy like Dennis Schroeder to come there and play point. So it's going to be interesting to see if these NBA vets buy into Phoenix and say, hey, you guys are a legit threat to win it all. Um, we'll see. I'm thinking that the Suns are not constructing this roster properly. But then again you might be able to move some pieces. Let's say KD plays this year, plays next year, and he's not filling it or his contract, he still has a year left. KD is a piece that you can move to recoup some of the assets that you lost. If this doesn't work, somebody's getting moved. Um, I think that Devin Booker is the mainstay, but then he might be the piece that's easily traded because now Bradley Beal's contract, nobody wants that. So this could go either really well for the Suns or it can go really bad. Ladarius Grant says, does this push the Suns past the Nuggets to you? No. I think the Nuggets are still better than the Suns right now. Why? Because the Nuggets have depth. The Nuggets won the title because of guys like uh, Bruce Brown. Uh, KCP didn't do much, but his presence was still there as a floor spacer. You have guys like Aaron Gordon. You don't really need stars to win a championship. You need two superstars, and you need a, a, a team that's full of solid Role players. The Lakers almost got to the title game with two stars and a bunch of role players that played a role and contribute to a team. You need a bench. Who is who is who's going to be that guy for the Suns? Those are questions that need answering. It says uh, because now I think the Lakers go for Kyrie for sure. Um, but Kyrie, in order to get Kyrie, the Lakers cannot outright sign Kyrie. It has to be a sign-and-trade with D'Angelo Russell. Lakers are hard-capped. They don't have an avenue to where they can sign some quality free agents. The best the Lakers can do right now, the best move they can do right now is signing Chris Paul under that vet minimum contract. That's the only thing the Lakers can do. They might have a mid-level exception somewhere, but other than that, it's vet minimum. So the Lakers would have to sign a D'Angelo uh, um, and trade them to a team that feel like, oh, he is that star potential guy that can come into this franchise that's possibly bad and kind of give him a boost. So if that doesn't happen, then you might be stuck with the contract or you might just say, hey, let D'Lo walk. But the Lakers have no way of getting a guy like Kyrie unless it's a signing trade with D'Lo. And I don't think Dallas wants D'Lo. I don't think that D'Lo even helps the Lakers unless he's getting that bread. So it's going to be interesting to watch. The Lakers' priority right now is signing Rui Hachimura 
and um, Austin Reeves. Those are the two biggest pieces the Lakers can sign right now to, to help blossom that roster. You can possibly move a Malik Beasley. You can possibly do something with Mo Bamba, but the Lakers have – they don't have a lot of options right now. It says um, – let me see with Kyrie. Uh, they can get into the top three. Yeah, if, with or without Kyrie, I think that the Lakers are going to be a top three uh, uh, team next year, depending on if they bring back their guys, including D'Lo, you bring back that group. I think that group was really good through the regular season, heading into the playoffs, and you can kind of build upon that group. But if you can upgrade D'Lo somehow, is I mean, that would be great. The The most logical thing is to go ahead and bring in CP3. It says, we know for sure Ron uh, is about to give CP3 that Carmelo Anthony bench deal. Um, To be honest, if the Lakers were to sign CP3, he's going to be a starter. CP3 is exactly what Anthony Davis needs. The last time Anthony Davis played with a really good point guard in Rajon Rondo, he was able to get the ball in spots to where he can score and score more effectively. Uh, like the lobs, the alley-oops, the little spin, and then, you know, like the ball is in the air, AD gets it, dunks the ball. So you're going to see a lot of those different things if Chris Paul is to be on the Lakers. He'll be able to control the floor. LeBron trusts Chris Paul, and then he will relegate those ball-handling uh, abilities to a Chris Paul. LeBron has never played with a point guard the caliber of Chris Paul. Even though Chris Paul is much older right now, he's one of the best to ever do it from the point guard position. He'll be a guy that can control that team. Even if Chris Paul goes to a team like the Clippers or even the Celtics, I think that Chris Paul can help elevate those teams. And they're saying that the Wizards are trying to route Chris Paul to the Clippers or route Chris Paul to another team to where they can kind of pick up some assets. And that would definitely make this Bradley Beal deal look a whole lot better if you can flip Chris Paul into two decent assets that can kind of help your rebuild. Uh, let me see what Time Out Sports says. It says, Time Out Sports uh, says, I won't be surprised if the Phoenix gets Miles Bridges. I can see that. But do you think that Miles Bridges will come to Phoenix for a vet minimum? Because I'm, think, I'm thinking that's what all they have to work with. Right now, they're trying to sign guys like Okogi, and Okogi is going to require that mid-level exception, unless Miles Bridges is coming for that mid-level exception. And then with the whole legal thing, is he literally cleared to play basketball once once more so those are different things that they have to figure out legendary grant says if the lakers get chris paul all we're gonna need is the athletic lob threat big and um that is good on the look if you bring in chris paul you gotta play mo bomba through the regular season I would say let AD play the four, let Mo Bamba start at the five. Even if it's Mo Bamba playing the first five minutes, and then you bring him out and then you go small with AD. You have to lessen AD's minutes at the center position. One of the stupidest things that the Lakers were able to do last year was going into the seasons and saying, you know what, Anthony Davis is our center. Anthony Davis is going to be the only center on the roster. The same Anthony Davis that continues to get hurt, that's the guy that you trusted to be your only center. And that literally not only hurt the Lakers, had the Lakers had better center options, they could have had somebody to even try to guard Jokic. I think when we had um, Dwight Howard, he did a pretty good job versus Jokic, what, two or three years ago. I know that's some years ago, but at least you need somebody who's strong and able. You didn't have that. You had Tristan Thompson, who you just signed. He barely got minutes. You had Mo Bamba, who you traded for. He got hurt. 
But most definitely to your point, you definitely need a big uh, that that can catch him oops, do some things defensively. And I think that can be Mo Bamba. They can definitely improve upon that and get like a Javel McGee type to go with uh, uh, Anthony Davis. But yeah, Chris Paul is definitely going to control the rock and, and, and you know make some plays. Says Miles does not have many options. I think he definitely has to take a major pay cut. I think he'll be able to play after the suspension. I'm not certain though. Phoenix should try to get Miles Turner. Now you're talking. Now you're talking. You get Miles Turner, but in order to get a Miles Turner, you'll have to have DeAndre Ayton in that deal of some sorts to get a, a Miles Turner, and that's not bad. The contracts should be around the same area. Maybe they're able to trade DeAndre Ayton for Miles Turner plus like a Jordan Laura and maybe a few other smaller contracts to that way kind of add to their depth because they are in trouble right now. To only have five guys on your roster and you got to fill the rest with one MLE and then the rest vet minimum contracts, it's going to be interesting to see what that roster build looks like at Towards the end of the year, you're going to see Phoenix as, as the team that's buying all these buyout candidates and, you know, all these different things. Now, if Chris Paul agrees to a buyout, if he works out a buyout with the Wizards, he cannot, by rule, go back to Phoenix. So that's something that Chris Paul can't do. So don't think, oh, they traded Chris Paul, he's waived, he's, you know, he's bought out and he's going back to Phoenix. No, he can't go back to Phoenix. Chris Paul, with the current team right now, would have been perfect. So they're going to be looking for a point guard. There's not too many pure point guards left in the league. And, and it's just interesting to me. Um, so we'll see what Phoenix does and get to the next question. Uh, Legendary Grant says, I guarantee you if the Suns don't make it to the Western Conference Finals, Vogel gets fired. It's possible, but this isn't a Vogel problem. This is more of a general manager problem. If they don't make it to the Western Conference Finals, the GM gets fired before Vogel gets fired. Because guess what? The GM brought Vogel here. Yeah, you just can't just give a coach a roster and just say, hey, make it happen. Now, Vogel is a defensive coach. Looking at the roster, I don't see any defensive players. I don't see any players on this defense that, that you know, that's a threat defensively. So maybe they bring in a guy um, who's that big wing they had last year. I can't think of his name right now, but I'm thinking that he possibly uh, comes back. If it, if it comes to me, I'll go ahead and tell you guys, but yeah, it's crazy. We're going to get to some rumors that are going on currently in the NBA as well. I'm going to share my screen in just a minute. So Legendary Grant says, KD has uh, has to play like the six or seven. Oh, KD has to play with like six or seven superstars. Um, he's played with seven or uh, six or seven superstars in the last three years and has nothing to show for it. Um, shaking my head, he's a glorified bus rider. He'll never be a leader. Ran to Steph and ran to Booker. Yeah, I don't respect KD, man. I do not respect KD. Um, even from jump, when he had that team with OKC, you can kind of understand why he left OKC because it was a Russell Westbrook thing. Him and Russell Westbrook weren't getting along. Russell Westbrook was an alpha. KD was an alpha. At least we thought, right? Maybe it was really Westbrook's team and KD was number two. KD goes to Golden State, he gets his title. If had he not got hurt, they would have had three titles straight. And that's a team that won 72 games. You go ahead and join that team. Then he leaves that team and says, you know what? Let's go ahead and do this again somewhere else. He goes to Brooklyn, but at the same time, he's going there. He's talking to Kyrie. They're going to do some great things and blase, blase. They get Kyrie there. Then eventually they get a James Harden there. 
right? Now you got three guys, one basketball. It doesn't work. Harden is like, get me out of here. Harden gets out of town, right? And now, you know, that whole Ben Simmons thing, that didn't work out. So <laughs> so now Kyrie wants to trade. KD wants to trade. They both get traded last year. And it's just like, okay, even before then, KD said he wanted to trade the Phoenix. This is the same Phoenix team that had, you know, stacked team and had all these different guys. They, he finally gets to Phoenix eventually, right? Because remember when Phoenix was, was really good, about to win the title, he wanted to go to the best team in the West once again. So now he gets his wish. They tried it last year with the roster that he had, and he kind of saw, like, you know what, Chris Paul might not be available. I might not be available. Then now that creates some more problems. And then guess what? Now he wants Bradley Beal with – a Devin Booker. These are guys that can carry KD through the regular season, even if he misses games, if they load management, you know, getting up in age. And that's a smart thing to do. Uh, the Clippers have tried it. It just hasn't really worked because these guys hurt, hurt for real. So, yeah, KD, man, I don't respect him, man. It just is what it is when you look at KD. Uh, he's one of those guys. Um, he's, he's a snake. He's a snake. Um, yeah, Torrey Craig. Torrey Craig is the guy that I was talking about that, they need to re-sign back with the uh, with the vet minimum, and I think Okogi is the guy they're bringing back with the MLE. So those are two guys that need to be on this roster. They these two guys are the best defenders they have, and you have to figure out a way to kind of get these guys um, on the roster. But getting these guys on the roster, what do you do with the point guard position? I think you should use that MLE to get your point guard because Bradley Bill running the point guard. Nah, I've seen it in Washington. He's terrible. Uh, he's a terrible ball handler. Devin Booker. You don't want the ball in his hands the majority of the play. So it's going to be interesting to – and if they go into the season with this roster and saying, oh, we don't need a point guard, you're going to look exactly like, exactly like the Celtics who have struggled to have point guard play in the playoffs, in the finals. You've seen them struggle because they don't know who should get the ball. I mean, it's just one of those things. Just hopefully the Suns don't snatch Handy. I'm hoping they don't snatch Handy. Phil Handy's one of the best in the game, best to do it. Um, he says, don't be surprised if Dylan Brooks ends up in Phoenix. He defends Grant Williams, too. Now, I would say this. I saw some reports that the Houston Rockets are going to try to pay De DeLon Brooks $17, $18 million a year. I think that DeLon Brooks will go to wherever that pays him the most money. He's still young. He's a guy that's capable of averaging 14 to 17 points a game, given the right situation and given the volume in shots, right? I just don't see him taking a pay cut. I, I just I do not see it. I do not see it. If he's going to take a pay cut, he would rather humble himself and come back to Memphis and say, hey, I would take a pay cut in Memphis. We've done some great things. Let's try to do it again. But for him to take a pay cut to go to Phoenix, like how does that work? Does that mean that Booker and Bill are the one and two, DeLon Brooks at the three, KD at the four, eight and at the five or in situations a closing lineup. So do you think that Delon Brooks is really willing to take a bench role if he's not a starter? So those are some of the things to consider because getting that Bruce Brown kind of guy, they're out there, but they have to be willing to take the pay number one and take the role number two. So it will be interesting. I won't be surprised if there's not a market for Dylan Brooks, then you can see Dylan Brooks take a vet minimum or take a, a MLE to go to Phoenix for one year. And then kind of see where it goes from there. But it's definitely going to be interesting. Uh, Legendary Grant says, I genuinely believe the Sun's not going to win anything. They shouldn't. Uh, just uh, kept Bridges and Cam Johnson. That's going to forever hunt them. Absolutely. I hear you on that. But 
Bridges does not become Bridges in Phoenix. There was no possible way Bridges could be Bridges in Phoenix. You see what happens when he finally gets, gets his own team. He's the guy that can get the shots up and do all those different things. He's a two-way player. That's why he looks good on the Nets. Having Devin Booker and having this guy, having that guy, those guys were limiting him. Even a guy like Michael Porter Jr., I've talked about it. When he leaves Denver and goes to a team that desperately needs scoring or desperately needs a, a star caliber potential type guy, you're going to see him skyrocket. We've seen it in guys like Kyle Kuzma. Kyle Kuzma is a dog, and he's killing it in Washington. He's going to get paid somewhere else to where he can utilize the skills. If your skills are not being utilized, you're as good as useless. So, And then Cam Johnson, he's a guy that they possibly couldn't pay anyway, so he wasn't part of their future. So I, I can understand that Cam Johnson being traded. But Miles Bridges, he's nice. But it's just he was not featured in Phoenix. All right, Grant says, and why did Silver cause all that uh, big, bad commotion just to give Ja 25 games? Shaking my head. They treated Kyrie like he caught a body, but gave Ja a pass after pass. The NBA is all about politics. Ja Morant brings the NBA so much money. Ja Morant is loved by the commissioner. I felt like John Morant should have gotten suspended for the whole year. He, I mean, yes, he didn't bring guns to the locker room like Gilbert Arenas and nothing like that. But the thing is, your role model is the way that you carry yourself and you violate. I mean, you've done this multiple times. So 25 games is, is very laughable. At least 50 games, at least half of the NBA season, if not the entire NBA season. But it is what it is. 25 games. I mean, yeah, he loses, what, 7.5 million. So he fills it in his pockets. But at the same time, it's like, I felt like he should have gotten um, a, like more of a punishment. You know, that was like that was nothing compared to compared to the crime. So we'll see what happens there. Uh, let me share my screen real quick before I get off on this uh, on, on this live. Let me share my screen. Here. Yeah. Right. So Twitter. I saw I've seen so many rumors so far, um, which is why I wanted to uh, share my screen and kind of go through a few. Um, let's see. So Dame Lillard, you hear all the, the, the rumblings and all the rumors. Oh the Dame, Dame Lillard to the to the Miami Heat. That's not going to happen. A report came out today by Shams saying that Dame Lillard still wants to stay in Portland, so I don't see him leaving. With that uh, number three pick, they're trying to get Zion. You hear that. You hear they're trying to get this guy or that guy. They're, they're trying to get Kristaps Porzingis from the Lakers and this and that. I don't know what they do, but I'm telling you this. That number three pick is not going to help Dame if Dame wants to stay in Portland. So you can see that, uh, that uh, pick being moved with a guy like Nurkic to get a few guys um, that can help to win. Um, you got the whole Zach Levine thing going on. He wants out. And if he's to be traded, the Bulls want multiple uh, uh, first and a good young player. So where does he where does he end up? You know, um, maybe Portland. Portland could be a thing. But it's like, can Zach Levine and Dane Lillard coexist? Can those two guys combine? to now granted he is bigger than cj mccullough you know 
Um, not the best defender, but he has the potential to be a good defender uh, with 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 all of his athletic uh, build and uh, things of that nature. Uh, Grant says Dame trying to be loyal because he knows that's the only respect he's going to get, especially since he knows he's not going to win a ring. Yeah, at this point, I think Dame might know he's not winning the ring. And if he's not winning the ring, it's kind of like it's almost like, you know, what are we doing here? So here's a report that came out. It said that DeAndre Ayton was requested by Washington in the bill trade. I talked about that. That didn't happen. Uh, let me see. Uh, let me see this quote by Paul Pierce. He says, "You got Luca, you got Ja, you got uh, Steph Curry, Kyrie. Right now, I think uh, Jamal Murray is the best point guard moving forward in the league. Jamal Murray's good. See, this is why I don't, I don't like uh, uh, Paul Pierce. He never makes any sense. Not only is Paul Pierce a Celtic, he does. He never makes any sense. So I cannot stand that guy. He's, he's talking nonsense right now. Jamal Murray is good, but he's not better than any of these guys listed. He stays what it is." This is what it is. I mean, he's he's a champion. He's he's up and coming. He's put his you know, he's put a stamp in the NBA. We'll see what happens. Picture of Aaron Rodgers and uh, Kevin Durant. I don't really understand that connection there. But hey, keep it moving. It says Ja. <laughs> it says Ja. Better not even do this next season. That's that's funny. That is so funny. Uh, Caleb Martin, one of the Heat's best assets. Yeah, he, he came in, played well, possibly gets so Draymond Green. Yes, Draymond Green opted out of his deal, and I think that Draymond Green ends up on a contender. Um, me and Tom Sports was talking about it earlier on today. I'm thinking that Draymond Green is now in that 15 million to that 18 million dollar range. My guy, um, Tom Sports thinks that. You can do a 50-year, two-year, two 50-year deal. But I'm like, who's paying Draymond Green $25 million a year, even if it's for two years? But we'll see. The NBA is funny. Um, Chris Paul is wanted by the Lakers for, for a vet minimum. We have, we have covered that. Um, there are people in the organization who think that Zion Williamson gets traded before the Wednesday um, Thursday night draft. Uh, we'll see what happens there. Um the Raptors have all kinds of guys that they want to uh, trade. Like I said, I've talked about this earlier. Pay Austin Reeves, pay Roy Hatchamore, continue to add vet guys, solid guys, and try to go for this thing again with the Lakers. And then after this year, this could be possibly LeBron's last year, possibly AD's last year, blow the whole thing up and start over. That's kind of what the Lakers do. Anyways, Marcus Morris wants out of the Clippers. He's a piece that could help a contending team. Um, just don't know which team. So you hear all the rumors about um, Zion joining Dame in Portland. We don't know what's about to happen. Then you have Jalen Brown about to get this five-year, $295 million Supermax contract extension. This will be another Bradley Beal type thing. Grant says, where do you see Trey ending up? To be honest, I don't know. It's all going to be about who can match that contract. When I, when I look at these big deals, it's all about who can match the contract. To, to get a Trey Young, you'll have to give up three to four guys in order to get him. And then at that point, is it worth it? Can this one player be better than four solid guys for you? It says, I think Braun goes east next season. I can see that. I think he plays here and he sees where Bronny is drafted. And he joins that team for a one-year deal, plays that last year, and he's out of the league. That's kind of how I see it happening. 
Um, we'll see if Draymond Green gets to stay with the Warriors. I mean, he's a big part of what the Warriors do. Um, another guy, James Harden, where does he end up this year? So it's lots of different uh, questions, lots of different things. Between now and the draft, it's going to be fun times. You hear all the OG chatter. You hear all the Pascal Siakam chatter. So, yeah, looking forward to it. Um, man, hope you guys enjoy this episode, man. I will definitely be streaming, um, if not Thursday, then definitely on Friday, possibly recapping the entire draft, recapping all the trades that has, that has, that has transpired between now and Thursday night. Since the Bucks need to make some moves, I agree. Um, we'll see what they do there. I mean, when you have big guys getting paid like Middleton and, and Drew Holiday, you really don't have a lot of money to do anything else. So we'll see what happens there. Hope you guys enjoyed the episode. This is your guy, Manny. This is the Talking Sports with Manny podcast. Please check me out on the audio version on Apple. And then also, please subscribe, please share. I'm going to catch you guys on the next episode. Wow. Peace.